This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. Four minutes past ten on Friday morning. This is cliffcentral.com, unscripted and radio, and fair chance this morning, most decidedly uncensored. <laughs> yeah, that's your fault. I know. It always <laughs> is. The improv is, is left to me. It's, it's what I'm used to. It's what I feel comfortable mm. doing, I think. Well, so Have I ever told you that your beginning jingle is so sexy? <laughs> Thank you. Hey? I really love like it. Lounge music, 10 o'clock, Friday morning. It just gets me in the mood. Like, I have to talk like this. Yeah, that's what <laughs> it's for. That's I mean? exactly what it's for. <laughs> Getting excited exactly already. what it's for. And so cool to have you back with us today. Good morning, I'm really Jack. pleased. Where were you? Last week. Where was I last Your week? Your house was flooded. Oh, we flooded our house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we squirted. We, we squirted so <laughs> much, there was a vaginal juice. No, it wasn't, actually. So imagine having no water on a Monday and most of Tuesday and someone leaving the tap open. And when you get home that afternoon, 4 o'clock, opening the door and there's <gasps> water running out of everywhere. Oh, my God. I've yeah. done it before as it well. It was no well, fun time. I've tapped a bath. <laughs> Spoken on the phone and then gone, ah, yeah. and yeah, flooded when you my see the bath house. come to join you <laughs> yes, in the bedroom. Exactly. It's also the yeah. worst possible time to find out that this kind of thing is not insured through any insurance company. Oi. Yes. Oi, is, is that because of the reason for it? Yes. So the fact a, that you left the tap on. Yeah. So if it was by a burst pipe, yeah. a burst geezer, whatever, then it's totally covered. Yeah. But an accidental thing mm. happening. Not covered. Fair enough. You're Fair screwed. Enough. Oy vey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So please join our conversation on 0861-555-189 or send us a message to screen on WeChat. Alternatively, drop us a line on Twitter at sextalk underscore cliffseam. And we are talking this morning about sexual myths, the truth. What does porn tell us? What does the media tell us? What does Cosmo tell us? And by the way, somebody did a study because I've written for almost every magazine in the country except Cosmo. Never. And somebody did a study a while ago. The worst sex advice ever is found in? Cosmo. Cosmo. No way. Yes. Have you read those articles? Of course I have. Of course I have. (laughs) Because as you are talking now, I'm like, that is, that, or at least that used to be the, the Bible. That used to be the only way I found out about sex, read about sex, knew about sex was Cosmo. And that's why and, we have uh, half the problems there. Yeah. We do. And I mean, I think guys get it from men's health. Is yeah. that correct? And is men's health the same or is it more? It's a little bit better, but not a whole stack. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, okay. So let's start with this, shall we? Ninja sex. Chocolate starfish. Twitter bag. Calipogean. Today's dirty dictionary word is 
Yeastiality. Ugh. <laughs> Dirty dictionary word. Yeastiality. Any idea? Um, oh, <laughs> sounds yeah, really gross. Mm. It sounds like um, an a desire for or some sort of fetish for yeast infections. Mm. Yeah, you're quite far from it. Am I? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. You were in or the a same love place. for marmite. A love yeah. for marmite. Yeah. Either or. Marmite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you're Either kind or. of way, way, way away. Okay. So Maybe it's someone that likes to make a dough with a lot of yeast and make it rise <laughs> and then use that to sexually <laughs> The bread. <laughs> the yes, bread. carbohydrates. Okay. okay. Well, we're far off. We will see. We will see. Okay. We shall see. Okay. So sexual myths, this comes up every now and then because it's a really important issue because we get so much myth, so much misinformation, so much misunderstanding about sex, and we're not given open and honest sex education. Mm. You know, and we speak about this a lot, and it's one of my biggest soapboxes, that our sex education is based on how not to get pregnant, how not to get HIV, any other STIs, and that's kind of it. And nobody really tells us about pleasure. So we have all these amazing sorts of myths and misinformation that we actually end up believing as being truth. Yeah. And this morning was saying, so let's look at some of these and let's see what's the truth. And one of my biggest, uh, I love playing with this idea, is what we call the porn-Disney combo. So the porn-Disney combo gives us this amazing range of myths about sex. So porn teaches us all these wonderful things that every woman goes to bed with high heels, and that's absolutely fine and comfortable. And it doesn't tear any of your (laughs) sheets and anything else. Yeah. That every woman has multiple orgasms from sheer pounding penetration. Mm. Nipples are like the dials on a radio. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for the station. That it's fine to come all over her face. The fact that it burns like hell when it gets in your eyes is a whole other story. It does? I, I don't does. know. I've never had it in the spoon eye. Thank bird. God. It does. I always thought spoon that's was why, like That's why John T's got one limb, a weak eye, <laughs> one limb pie, that side. Hey. I always thought that sperm was like this very neutral kind of no, tasting, no, no, smelling, no, no, no. It is feeling. quite neutral tasting. No. but I Can mean, be, can be, because it tastes oh, really? different for every every man. Diet oh. has an impact. Um, all kinds of things hmm. have Oh, well, that's true thing. because a woman is the same. That's so depending it. on what you eat yeah. will change and how you And think about also taste. different times of your cycle will taste differently, will smell yeah. differently. So exactly the same thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then kind of what we call the Disney sort of stroke Hollywood part of that shows us this amazing trail of beautiful clothes leading to the bed. And there's an empty <laughs> bottle of champagne in the ice bucket and the curtains are blowing in the breeze on the beach. And everybody had this simultaneous orgasm the night before. And hair is perfect in the morning. And she sleeps with makeup on. That's it. <laughs> yes. And you wake up and you kind of can't wait to snuggle with each other. Nobody has bad breath and yeah. and all of that stuff. And that's the kind of nonsense that we grow up believing. believing. Well, you do know, I mean, we learned about it in psychology, mm. actually, that Disney movies have a subliminal sex yeah. scene or sex mm. image or so like, for example, when Mufasa, when Simba falls to the floor in The Lion King 
um, when uh, Mufasa is in the clouds and all the leaves rise up, they spell sex. So if you press pause, you can see it. And when the priest marries Ariel and the prince, he gets a tiny little erection. <laughs> so it's like uh, you know, it's mm. people like watch out for the little movies so. to put on your two watch list this weekend. Like, for your kids, <laughs> let your kids see so them rule as well. Thirty four abounds everywhere, mm. but that's the kind of stuff. And then Disney also they have this formula because if you watch, there's this exact formula. It's called classical mm. Hollywood formula. Yeah, it's like Mills and Boone formula in, mm. in you know all these romance novels in exactly the same kind of way. Mm. But it's all these myths. And then we have, as well, all these myths about relationship. So let's start kind of somewhere a little bit differently. What's the biggest lesbian sex myth? Okay, so the biggest lesbian myth yes. is that there's a man in the relationship. Okay. That one is a man and one is a woman. That's always one of okay. the biggest Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. But I think one of the biggest lesbian lives or, or, or myths would be that, one, if you're a lesbian, that you cannot actually break another girl's vagina. Uh, 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 virginity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if two girls have sex at the, you can't actually break their virginity. Well, that's absolute and nonsense, firstly, because yeah. a finger can do that <laughs> or course. a toy or anything else. So yeah. I think that's one of the biggest myths. And then one of the other ones would probably be that, um, well, sex of another woman is not real sex. Mm-hmm. That two women having sex together is not so real sex. So there has to be penetration yes. for real sex. Yes. yes. And then I've absolute also heard myth. myths that um, lesbians don't necessarily like penetration. Absolutely. There we myth. go. We've that's another big one. We spoke about yeah, that we a couple of weeks ago. That. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I think other than all the other shit around what mm. lesbians do and don't, I think those are pretty much the biggest ones. Mm. Yeah. 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 And none of those are actually, there's no True. truth to Mm-mm. any of them. There's no substance to yeah. any of them. I mean, if you watch that BuzzFeed video on uh, gays and lesbians and the questions they get asked, mm. oh, I yeah. mean, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like absolutely You've got to so visit funny. our yeah. page on the website because the funny for today is, the funny video is, it's either the first time gay men touch a yoni Oh, that's or, one, yeah. Or the first time a lesbian women touches, touching yeah, a cock. Penis. One of the yeah. two. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's up funny. there. So whichever is one it, it is, is it the sketch? other one will be next week. Yeah. Is it a sketch? No, it's for no, real. No, it's also oh, like, really? Yeah. It's one of those like BuzzFeed videos that they did of lesbians touching or seeing a penis yeah. for the first time. And what is it? Like, oh. Like, and uh, sometimes reaction videos are the best. Mm. Like, two girls, one cup. I've seen it. No. I know, I know. I'm sorry. No. I had to bring it up. Like you watch the video and you like, I may die, mm. but then you watch the reaction Action. video and you're like, this is the best mm. thing I have ever seen in my life because you've got people going, Oh no, no, no. You yeah. know, you know we funny. do that every year at Sexpo because on our stand there, we play the Yoni massage DVD, yes. which shows explicit Yoni massage and women having these orgasms. And every year people come and say, you just got to watch the faces of the people watching yes. this. And we should have yeah. a camera above the screen going you to another screen. Because it's shock and it's yeah. horror and it's amazement. And it's <laughs> some of these dirty old men who stand there for eight hours a day nonstop watching this stuff. And do you know what the truth is? Is from watching the audience or mm. from watching mm-hmm. the reaction, you pick up. On their emotions and mm. what they're going through, you know. So it's the same with like something like stand-up comedy. Yeah. When a stand-up comic laughs at his own jokes, you may not find the joke funny, but you're laughing at, at the, the comic, comic, laughing yeah. at himself. Yeah, 
You know, uh, uh, emotion is contagious. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's this, this, these laughing yoga, there's laughing meditations, which are fantastic. Yeah. And you should laugh during sex. That's something because we take sex so <laughs> But sometimes you seriously. have uh, laughing orgasms. Yes. Which afterwards you're like, ha, 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 And those are just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. Absolutely. Yes. Like, I don't know why I'm in hysterics, but I am. <laughs> so I went and I found a whole lot of stuff that we can talk about today. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. Were you worried we were going to run out of stuff? I was not. Oh, good. But during the week, I had a sneaky suspicion that I might have been sitting here on my own this morning. Okay. So that's why I went and prepared a whole lot well, of stuff. Well, thank God for us. <laughs> so, thank God you have such wonderful friends who love and adore you. Absolutely. And who wouldn't let you do that. Absolutely. And it's cool and it's wonderful. Cause, and I did invite you last week, but I think you were on such a high and in such a different place. I didn't, I didn't hear were. a thing. She I got engaged and that's all yeah. she cared exactly. about the whole that's week. Um, as we're talking, I'm hair, taking selfies. And she's wearing makeup. I, I know. This what morning is she's going like, on oh, with me? Yeah. But yeah. I also, as I said, I had like a 20-hour day yesterday. Mm. Literally worked for 20 hours. So the fact that I'm even out of bed this morning is delightful for mm. all of us. <laughs> okay. So the first one, and this is no particular order of Mm-mm. stuff. First one was that there is absolutely no correlation between shoe size and the size of your cock. Oh, I've wondered about that. In the same way, there is no correlation between the size of your hand or the distance between whatever it's supposed to be. You know, the tip of your little finger in there or your thumb or or the size of your nose or the size of your ears or whatever. And your heart and your brain? Same thing. They say like your heart is this usually Mm -hmm. this size, your brain is usually that. Look how tiny my brain is. Well, there's no correlation. And generally when men get sexual, they operate from one place at a time, which is... Generally, yes. all blood goes to the cock. That's where everything comes and from. Brain switches yeah. off. And when you start yeah. getting conscious, then you include the heart and you include the mm-hmm. brain and the spirit and everything else. But a lot of times, it's one at a time. Yeah. So there is absolutely no connection whatsoever. Okay. Okay, okay, so I can stop looking at men's feet now. Yes. Yeah. I'm always curious, you know, yeah. even as a lesbian. So you know what they say about guys with big feet. So, so you can stop shoes. looking at yeah. women's feet as well to say, if you've got big feet, do you have big boobs? Well, do you know what? I, I just need to look at their boobs to know that. Exactly. And can I tell you something, actually? During varsity, I was so over men that I actually said to one of my lesbian lecturers and it was easy because i was at drama school i was like that's it i am fully fledged lesbian i have crossed the line i never want to see another dick again and she said claudine until you see your first vagina no she said claudine (laughs) with those shoes you are not a lesbian i was wearing sparkly silver shoes and she's like no lesbian i know wears glitter shoes she was like stick to the cock (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. we will find lesbians that wear glitter shoes. Absolutely. Yeah. No I think question. that's also. If you are a lesbian and you wear glitter shoes, please write <laughs> into the show. Right now. I know lesbians that wear glitter shoes. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Really? No, yes. I cannot see you in glitter no, shoes. No, I, I don't wear makeup, glitter shoes, high heels, none mm. of it. But, you know, that's also one of the big myths. Well, it's not a sexual one, but mm. about lesbians is that one, they all have short, dikey hair. And I know I'm no example because I have short, dikey hair. But not all lesbians have short, dikey hair. No, not hair. at all. And not, not all lesbians. Lesbians are actually, you know, masculine or you can have the most 
feminine, mm-hmm. long haired, yep. high heel wearing lipstick. Yeah, especially, especially in porn movies. Yeah. Well, in porn <laughs> movies, none of those women look lesbian. Let's none of those women there. probably no. are lesbian. Until you get into, you know, crash pad series and all the real stuff, and that's uh-uh. when it gets very real. Well, that's actually why a lot of my lesbian friends say that they don't enjoy porn. We've real. had this discussion before, yeah. you see? Especially yeah. that lesbians don't like yeah. lesbian porn. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just a huge get problem. Again into the real yeah. stuff, you know, then yeah. it becomes very We just very rather different. watch the L word. That's our porn. I actually loved the L word. I, I really fun. did. Like, it was, not only was it really sexy, but it actually was a really good show. Mm-hmm. And that really is a, such a great example of what a lesbian life is like, actually. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm 100% straight, but I want to date Shane. Oh, God. Everybody, everybody wants, wants to date, date Shane. I'll be honest and tell you yeah. that I have never watched oh. word for some... I'm downloading it for you this weekend, okay. and I'm giving... Yeah, you've got to start you know series the one. Is that okay. The hour is not one of those, oh God, it's a gay show, oh. I don't want to, it's really, it's no, that doesn't the bother way, me. I just no, but I mean, some never, people think that way, it's yeah. like a gay show, I don't want to watch it, but the hour is really, it's classly done, it's beautiful, it's got beautiful women, it's real lesbian yeah. stories. Do you know real what I'm actually stories? also dying to watch is this new Transparent. I've seen the first season. And oh, it was, have you? It was fantastic. Yeah, it, was. it was brilliant. My friends have been watching it in America. And especially and growing up Jewish, there's so much of it <laughs> that you will get like, this is my family. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. sure. Um, Back so the, to MIFs. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so the extension of the shoe size and everything oh, yes. else becomes that size equals satisfaction. Yeah. And the bigger, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is just so much nonsense. I mean, what about, I've also heard about length. Well, actually, I don't know if I've heard about it or it's more been like drunken I've never games mm-hmm. where we've been, I've never been with a short, stumpy, but big girth. And then I've never been with yeah. a long, thin, yeah. So the like, interesting thing is that does that in make the a studies difference? that have done that most women would prefer the girth and the length. Yes, yes, ah. that is also because what I've there's heard. There's a wonderful feeling of kind of fullness with that. Second thing, you have to think about this, and this is simple anatomy. The G-spot, or the beginning of the G-spot, mm. is about two inches, two centimeters inside the yoni. Yeah. So if something is intent on going really deep, and all the action is kind of just here then that's what you're missing out on. If the if it's too yeah. pencil. Yeah, because you're kind yes, of not yeah. hitting anything that's really um, sensitive. Yes, yes, So yes. that makes a big, big difference. So the biggest thing with that is knowing how to use what you've got rather than what you've got. I've always kind of figured that men with small penises make better lovers. Mm. And my thinking behind it is, is that <laughs> lesbian. His, that's his, that's his, his penis is so small, he like yeah. really needs to work mm. so much harder to satisfy a girl. Whereas a man with <laughs> a big penis, yes, yeah. he kind of puts it in and expects but you know what? it to do the Yeah, because a lot of that just comes down to this yes. ego and this myth that if it's big, it's good. Yeah. And that's the biggest sort of crap. I mean, I saw, if you've been to the sex museum in Amsterdam, I literally saw a man with a penis. It was, I, I, I must think he must have the worst sex life ever. It was the size of an elephant trunk. It came down between his knees and a woman was giving him head. She could not fit the head in her mouth. No. Like she could no not way fit the top of the penis. It was like it's kind of like licking a lollipop yeah. more than giving And head. there's no way yeah. that. That's a that good many sense. Many women are actually going to be able to take something like that. Mm-mm. So yeah. forget it. 
yeah, like worst sex life ever. Yeah. (laughs) So, and the bigger generally a cock is, the more ego is involved Mm -mm -mm. with it. Yeah. And again, as you said, the guy thinks that's all I have to mm-hmm. do is just kind of lie back yeah. and that's enough for her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stop And that's kind of one of the opening lines I always get with men is that you just haven't been with the right man or his yeah. dick just wasn't big enough. I'm yeah. like, oh, buddy, yeah. I've had really great big vibrators and dildos mm. before. I don't need your big block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. really learning to use what you got is mm. so much more important. So remember yeah. when Brent was here a few weeks ago to redeem himself? Oh, yes. And we taught him the love dance. Oh, yes. And that was so amazing. Did he give feedback about what happened after the love dance? He didn't. <laughs> so he's not fully redeemed yet, but he's on the way. He's on the, on the road to redemption. But when you learn that, that's where sex changes so much, which kind of comes with a very interesting other myth that it's connected to, is that good lovers are natural. Yeah, well, how, can, just you, how can you be natural if you haven't had any training? Mm. So, like, how can I be an amazing natural doctor or something like that if I don't know anything about medicine? Mm. So, you know, yeah, so there's a kind of it's not instinctual necessarily. A point there's a part of that that has a level of truth which says that you are instinctively or intuitively or something inside of you is going to allow you to connect with somebody deeper yeah. it's going to allow you to read their body to kind of know where to touch but a lot of times with some anatomy and with some knowledge and some sexual technique that expands what you have mm. naturally mm-hmm. yeah but a lot of times there's so much that we can learn because we don't get brought up and it's part of the education, really learning about our bodies, about somebody else's body. Mm. So how are you expected to know a lot of this stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's that's the that's the problem. Mm. You know, that's the problem. And the problem is also is people are too scared that to admit that they want to learn yes. because it's bruising their ego and they're too scared to ask for help about it or yeah. actually go about learning about it. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of women have huge problems with their men exploring mm. that side. Because there's all sorts of body images and body mm-hmm. shame. Yes, and, and they're like, you're looking at, exactly, you're looking at these women who look like this or you, you know. So... Mm. It's it's hard. Yeah. It's it's a difficult topic. It yeah. really is. So here's an interesting myth that has just come through to us. The myth that gay men don't come through the penis when they fucked hard in the ass. What? So I'm presuming what he's saying is there is a myth that that, that gay men don't come. So if I'm kind mm-hmm. of on the receiving end, that I will have an orgasm while I'm being fucked. Oh, okay. But you do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the absolutely. myth is, so I'm presuming that, um, the myth is that they don't the orgasm. Is, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, there's a possible that they don't orgasm. I assume it is. Yeah, it doesn't like mean it's going to happen of, every time. Yes. It doesn't mean it's going to happen with every person. Yeah, but orgasm yeah. doesn't necessarily happen just by penetration. No. Yes, exactly. There's so many other ways. There's a thousand other ways. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big thing. So orgasms are their own huge. Field of, of and is an orgasm uh, uh, for a guy 
And I assume not necessarily the same as for a girl. A lot of girls can't come from just uh, penetration. penetration. No, it's totally different. And there's different yeah. kinds of orgasms. Yeah. And also, this is also one of the biggest myths in the Western world, that orgasm and ejaculation are the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And that's primarily because every time generally that men have sex, from the time they started touching themselves at 12, 13, whenever that was, that they had the orgasm and the ejaculation, so they're the same thing. Yeah. And they're not, because men can be can separate the two, and men can be multi-orgasmic. And for most guys, once that's happened, I'm done. So my joke is always it should be called going, not coming. After yeah. The, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But they're not, and men can learn to firstly keep that energy in their body and recycle it, mm-hmm. which mm. means they can kind of keep going yeah. and have multiple orgasms because it's the ejaculation that ends the sexual cycle, not the orgasm. Ah, we're learning new things on mm. cliffcentral.com today. So one is to then assume that it's not a myth that after sex men like to sleep. No, and one of the theories is that because there's so much involved in the production of sperm mm. in the body, that after that the energy is depleted. Because when ah. you learn the difference and you learn to keep that energy in your body, it actually becomes energizing rather than depleting. Well, I mean, I feel like this. Oh, right, yeah. I'm ready for a rave. <laughs> I am I am full guns blazing afterwards. Yeah, which and is kind Daniel's of interesting like, because drooling. it's always been thought mm-hmm. that men have this much more powerful sexuality than women mm. and that men are much more, it's kind of linked in, let's play with this a little bit, yeah. the idea that men, that women are more monogamous than men. But hmm. think about the fact that if after one sexual partner that's how you feel, Multiply that by three or four, how would you feel? Yeah. And sometimes women's sexual cycle would allow for much greater sexual activity than men's. Yeah. I mean, is there anywhere in the world where a woman can have, can be in a polygamous relationship in of terms of, no, I mean, a woman can have multiple husbands. So not the I other have way no around. Idea legally. But in the polyamorous communities, you it know, does happen. Yeah. And even in the swinging communities where a woman will have a lot of different lovers. And it's just that we've been so conditioned, so socially conditioned for women's sexuality to be so limited. Mm. Or for men to have that. Yeah. For men to be able to yeah. experience that, but That's not it. women. That's it. And yeah. a sexually voracious woman, and I've known a lot of women through the years and a lot of women who come and do sexual healing journeys this amazing sexuality wakes up in them mm. and this incredible power to explore and to have these experiences mm. and often the more sexual energy the more the power yeah yeah that makes sense yeah and interesting another myth that comes up during this is that men think about sex. Somebody wrote something years ago that said every seven seconds a man thinks yeah. about sex. That's a lot. You'd not be able <laughs> to string a sentence. So firstly that's absolute yeah. junk. But yeah. then it came down to men think about sex like let's say twenty times in a day. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine, fair enough, fantastic. But then you start looking at some other studies. Men think about sleeping as much as they think about sex. They think about eating as much as they think about sex. They think about a whole lot of other things as much. Yeah. Are women any different? No. 
Absolutely say, not. I, don't I also think, don't I think, think of all so. those things all day long. That's <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, women also, they, uh, there comes a certain amount of, you know, uh, embarrassment mm. or something to be, oh, I'm overly sexualized. You know, I'm because thinking about sex all the time. The exactly. Whereas it's, you know, women need to start actually embracing that and knowing that Thinking about sex all the time or wanting to have sex or wanting to have good sex is a great thing. Absolutely. It's and a it's great a con- thing. Yeah, and it's a continuous thing. As we learn, as we grow, as we expand, so our sexual understanding expands. Our sexual experiences understand. Mm. Expand. Expand, yeah. And the more that we do that, the more amazing possibilities mm. we come up with. So we think about it more. Mm. Mm. And that's a natural extension because if you learn more about something, it becomes more a part of your life. Mm-mm. So you yeah. give more energy to it. Yeah. You want to explore it more, read about it more, watch about it more. Do you know what I would actually like to do? This is a recommendation for a show. And maybe uh-huh. you've even done it before without me and I'd be so upset. Um, we'd have to re-record it. We could always it. do it again because some um, things are Is a book show, cool a sexual book show. We have done erotica. Okay, but I mean like actually like not necessarily like textbooks because that's also – I don't know if I want to learn about the ins and outs of it. No, no, no. But, but do you know what I mean? Like really good books about relationships or good books oh, about, you, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, finding some sort of spiritual connection mm. or good books about sex or ah. where do we actually – if we can't go to porn, mm. if we we can go to Eros Life. And where else can we go? Yeah. You know, where else can we go? If we like can't a, go to Cosmo, we can't go like to Men's Health. a resource health. show. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We do little bits of it every now and then with whatever topic we're talking about. Mm. Yeah. We've never done a whole show. Yeah. But we have, and we've done some. The last one we did with Paige, which oh, yeah. was really awesome, erotica. Mm. Yeah. So that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that we do come back to because lots of fun. Mm-mm-mm. And the world of erotica has so much yeah. You know, we do this amazing workshop every now and it's then. It's not just mills and boots. No, no, no. Yeah. We do this beautiful workshop called Awakening the Erotic Spirit. Mm. So we start out with a discussion on the difference between porn and eroticism, which is always Mm-mm. really interesting. Yeah. And then kind of go a little bit into the taboos. Where does it come from? What are the taboo words? Mm. And especially the biggest taboo word is? I don't know. We're the thinking. C word. Oh, cunt. Oh, cunt. Okay, there I thought go. it would maybe be a little bit <laughs> less, but I guess it's, that's why it's taboo. Yeah, Never mind. Never mind. It's, it's yeah. very turn offy. Oh, it is very yeah, turn Yeah, but the context yeah. can make it different. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. And if Paige writes it, she can make it really yeah. hot. <laughs> yes. And what's the other woman that I had, the, the photography one? What's her name? Um, oh, Mishi. Mishi. Can oh, I? Yes. Anything oh, that Lisa was sliding is off the chair. <laughs> oh, really? But yes. this thing is that she's got this American accent and she's just the oh, way. We know that she, you're kind of partial to that. Yes, I'm yes. partial yes. to the American accent. And she, like, the way she speaks is like, hey, Lisa, how are you doing today? So and she gives like, off this <laughs> energy. Yeah, I yeah. turn into like a little girl. Yeah. No, she's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then what we do in this workshop, yeah. we dump a whole lot of erotic mm. poems in the middle of the table. That I collect from all sorts of sources. So there's gay and there's straight and there's bondage and there's anal and there's hectic stuff and gentle stuff and romantic and sensual and beautiful and hardcore. And it becomes the most amazing exploration using writing. And then at the end, everybody writes their own piece 
we should do a, a we should not. do a slam poet a sexual slam poetry okay. evening. I'm there. We really should. We're <laughs> okay. organizing it. There we go. Mr. Creative Director Arie Kalman. Yes. We shall tweet him. Let's let's do him. He's in a meeting right across the corridor, so I don't know if he's listening or not. We organizing he's supposed to be the creative director poetry. of the show. Of, of the station. Yes. So for nearly two years, we've been wondering about the title of creative director. There's his producer walking right there. So there we go. Kat and Ari, we are going to put together a sexual slam poetry evening. That is our event. There Amazing. we go. Fantastic. Sponsored by Cliff Central. Thank there you very go. much. We'll find a whole lot of other sponsors. <laughs> there we go. We have a project. That is Yay! So I'm cool. excited. Ah, that S- is a sex store Jittery citizens and Cliff Central there make we sweet love to each I other. I am just <laughs> that's, that's so exciting. nice. That is exciting. I can love that idea. Um, can I tell you a really funny story about the word cunt? Yes. So, have you ever seen uh, vagina monologues? Oh yeah. Yes. So, I mean, the last time I saw vagina monologues being performed live, I was in maybe I was thirteen, mm-hmm. and we went on a day out with one of our. 150 year old Jewish studies teachers <laughs> and we were sitting it was the all girls the and David boys girls, right? all the King David <laughs> girls and boys <laughs> yeah. sitting in the two front rows and at some point one of the actors go right everybody come on join me when I say the word cunt say it louder cunt come on once more cunt and she's screaming out like this. And I've got this old, wrinkly Jewish <laughs> studies teacher who is so religious going, Cunt! Cunt! Oh, Cunt! And we were, we were cringing, <laughs> dying, and laughing at the same time. Yeah. It, it may have been the funniest and most disgusting experience of my entire life. What changed it for me, because I was never comfortable with the word. Yes, yeah. And then I had a lover who screamed at me one day, fuck my cunt as hard as you can. <gasps> and it like shocked me. And yeah. It forced me to go to this place inside of me that I had never been before, this like real fire animalistic. Rah! And it really challenged me and it stretched me, but it got me in touch with something so amazing. Yeah. And that changed it for me. Yeah. That she could own mm-hmm. this power. Yeah. That there were times where she had a pussy and times where she had a yoni, but times where this fire was raging, and that's when she had a cunt. Yeah. And you know what? Like, also, we've spoken about it on the show before, mm. but there are some disgusting words. Oh, yeah. Clunge. Oh, you go Pitch flaps. You go looking and there are <laughs> thousands. What was that one stripper? Maguacha. Oh, yes. Oh, I said Ma- she, she, yeah, she said something, something, her Maguacha. And I said, what is that? And then. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Puni, Punani. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are gazillions. Oh, you go looking, you look up, you'll find thousands in, yeah. in the list. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So let's go back to the myths. Cool. The first time that you have sex is going to be painful. Mine was, yeah. so I don't okay. know. No, yeah. Mine was too. Okay, but this is because of generally either a woman isn't ready yeah. or a guy doesn't know what he's doing or he's too rough. Yeah. But with the right kind of preparation, it doesn't have to be. And that's the myth, ah. that it has to be. 
Or that every woman bleeds. Yeah, because and that's because essentially you're expected to be a virgin with an intact hymen. Yes, but there are yes. so many ways that a hymen actually breaks or tears in so many activities. Mm. In sports, in gymnastics, in that's climbing why spinning a tree. Is so, or fun. so many different <laughs> things. I love my spinning instructor. Faster, harder, yes, yes. yes. Especially, we should get some special bicycles that you can reserve, some special oh, no. saddles. You know, with the dildo on? Or like the, yeah, we'll really be pedaling. 94.7. You know, that would be interesting because the movement of the vibrator could be linked to your pedaling. Yes, that's so what I'm saying. Faster and harder oh, you no. pedal. Yes. We, are we all signing up for the Argus? Yes. The only signing problem with that is that you can't necessarily slow down quick enough to just stop what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> so you need like, as well as having your water bottle, you know, and you've got the little special place for your water mm-hmm. bottle, you need a little container for lube to keep yes. adding more and more and more. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. So here's another myth. I, I I have to say that this is a new one for me. The myth that white blonde women can't carry AIDS. What? So I know oh, Jacob Zuma said that in, didn't he? That was Jacob Zuma saying yeah. that in. Or the myth that babies <laughs> yeah. or raping babies cure AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's also. Dunk? Yeah, but that's more stupid than a myth, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Dunk that's any, more ignorance. Anything about the myth that white blonde women doesn't ca- don't carry AIDS. Is that why you no, always only have white blonde women here? <laughs> so we don't know anything about that one. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's myths and then there's just stupidity yeah, though. Like absolutely. taking a shower afterwards and all that kind. I mean, um, what about like uh, peeing after sex? I heard that that's also very, I don't know if that's a myth or if that's a way to avoid getting uh, an infection. That's a, an absolute, you, that's a myth. UTR. You pee after sex often because your bladder has kind of mm. been stimulated simply because that's the area that you're touching. Yeah. So that's it. We are actually the myth busters. Yeah. We really the, are. Yeah, and we didn't saw, have did to. Did you see the little thing I put on Facebook? Yes, I did. Facebook, but no. we didn't even have to do any experiences. And look at us. We are busting mm. myths left, right, and center. Absolutely. So here's an interesting one about wet dreams because that's kind of always a big one. Oh. Especially for like teenage guys. Mm-mm-mm. That only men have wet dreams. Not true. Not true. Not at true all. at all. It's only mostly that the entire bed is wet after a man has a wet dream with a woman, not so much. Yeah. But the interesting thing or or the difference with that is when a man ejaculates, it's about often like about five mils of sperm, you know, which is like a little teaspoon. Sometimes a little bit more, but not much. Sure. But you think of some female ejaculation. I mean, sometimes you're talking, you know, I've had experiences with women where you're talking like. Half a liter of fluid, if not what? more. What? Yes. A woman. We are going to do, sometime this year, we are going to do a live squirting in the studio. We've done that. No, we haven't. No We've done way. expanded orgasm. Oh, we did the expanded orgasm. Yes. So when I mentioned it to Gareth. <laughs> he wasn't too excited. No, no, no. He chuckled and then he said, just make sure that everything is covered in plastic. There we go. <laughs> kind of like Gladraptor. Yeah. It's, it's actually, we should yeah. get Gladraptor yeah, to like sponsor Dexter. it. Yeah. I often it's think lit. that they wish there was a separate or studio like on, for the sex talk show. Yeah. <laughs> like on, on Hell's they kitchen, come in you know, here and they don't want to touch anything. Drape the whole kitchen because oh, yeah. they're going to fume it. We will drape the whole studio yeah, in industrial yeah. strength plastic. We can do it on the roof. Like <laughs> and can you show? This is also actually another question. Then we draw a crowd. <laughs> this is another myth and a question. Can every girl squirt? 
Okay, very interesting because essentially the answer is about 90 plus percent of women can. So it's a mixture. What are we doing wrong? It's a mixture of a few things. The first is the knowing how to. The first is the. Is it control? Part of it. So first is knowing how to. Mm. And that's a little bit of the mm. technique of learning about your body, of where the fluid's produced from, how you actually And does it make come from happen. the pee hole? Yes. Okay. So okay. how do you know you peeing? Because it's totally, no, not. It's totally separate. The, the smell, it, the taste, yeah. the texture. In but the, the be- feeling is almost yes. the same, which is why you get confused because yeah. you think you're about to pee. Then yeah. You don't pee. You actually and that's oh. where a lot of women tend to shut it down. Mm. So that's the first thing is the how-to, the anatomy, mm. the physiology, the technique of it. The second is the emotional aspect. Mm. So what happens for a lot of women, for example, you need to stimulate the G-spot for this to happen. Now, a lot of women don't think that they have a G-spot. And they spend hours looking inside and their partner spend hours looking for this thing that doesn't exist. Mm. Yeah, It does. So what happens? All the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, the negative experiences we've had, the negative beliefs we've had, the inhibitions about sex, about our body – that emotionally goes and sits in the G-spot. Yes. So you look for something that actually is just not awake because of all the emotional and energy stuff sitting there. It's so once you release that, that's when it starts mm-hmm. to become more possible. I mean, it's actually, it sounds to me like it's breath work, actually. Part of like, it is. Um, when we do... Uh, you know, a huge aspect of performance mm. that we learn at varsity is about visualization because we're working with the breath and the breath is something that can't be seen. And it sounds like the same thing for the G spot. In a way, you yes. know, so, a lot so of it visualizing is, is, and yes, quite a lot of it is very gentle and very specific G spot massage and stimulation. Mm. Yeah. A lot of that is visualization. And it goes much deeper into looking at the beliefs that we have about sex, about pleasure. If I feel embarrassed about the way I look when I have an orgasm, I am never going to let go to that extent. Yeah. So, so many things like that involved. But almost every woman can learn to do that. And some women that I've taught have literally made this happen within two weeks. And for some, it takes much longer because of the emotional aspect. And does it does the orgasm feel any different? Like, what is the benefit of squirting? Well, firstly, it's an incredibly powerful experience for a woman. Mm. Pleasure levels very, very high, but it's not always linked to an orgasm. Okay. So you can have G spot orgasms and not ejaculate, and you can do this without having orgasms. And it just kind of feels like a pee. No, it feels mm-hmm. amazing pleasure, <laughs> but it's not an orgasm. The initial oh. and it feeling can be to this. it, though, the initial feeling mm. to it is, though, ooh, I need to pee first. Yeah. And that's why most women clench up. And they, and oh. they stop. And they cut so that down instead of going down. past that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm learning. So, I'm learning. And that's good. there are women who, once it starts happening, there'll be one ejaculation, another, 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 mm. another, 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 and it's just this amazing thing. And somebody that I did this with a while ago literally afterwards had to drink about three liters of water to replace the fluid that she totally dehydrated. What? Mm. 
It's so crazy. you need to tell Dan, the man, to listen yeah. to the podcast today. <laughs> I, I, you know what? We should start Just every tell Dan show. Dan his engagement say. present. I will happily, happily teach him some wonderful things. <laughs> I'm telling him he's coming. He's coming for lessons. Are you listening, You mean babe? he's going. Yeah. <laughs> he's going for lessons, exactly. There we go. And we did invite you guys last week, but again, I don't think you remember. I so was, the, I was not listening or talking. Yes. I actually think Dan and I would love to come on the show together. I think that would be amazing well, because so already I'm telling him every single week, I hope you're listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening to what's going on. So we did invite you guys to the next water massage as a gift, which is on the 29th. Oh, that's nice. Um, of 29th of March. Mm. We will make a plan. Cool. We will be water massaging each other. Water massaging. We'll be doing that. Yes. So the next myth that comes up is that women don't watch porn. Um, oh, okay, crap. let's scrap that one. Move on. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Because all of the studies are saying that over eighty-five percent of women mm. are watching porn. Like, I don't feel like I need porn to be no. honest. Like, yeah. I don't feel like. You know, I feel like I do have a strong imagination and I don't, mm. it's not essential. Like I feel like guys, or not necessarily guys, but you know, the men that I've been with are more reliant on it. Mm. And that could also just be from starting at a young age. Yeah. yeah. Watching and the fact that a lot of guys cannot function sexually without fantasy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, and it's one of the biggest blocks to having higher and deeper spiritual and energy sexual experiences. Yeah. Because if you're in this fantasy, you're not in your body, you're not in your heart, you're not in your energy, you're somewhere else. Yeah. And that's a, it's a huge mm-hmm. thing. And the same thing for women, because a lot of women fantasize during sex just as much as men. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Of thing. course we do. Yeah. Um, and it's also for, for me, it's a very, Outside my body, mm. like a very visual thing, very, very visual. Like, you know, I'm constantly seeing things in my head. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's what And hearing is. voices. <laughs> yeah. so very, this, Come, one, this one is quite an important one because mm-hmm. it goes a lot to social beliefs that men cheat more than women. Bullshit. Oh, because if that, men cheat yeah. more than women, who are all these men cheating with? Firstly? Exactly. And it's also, it's this whole Ashley Madison stigma crap. It really is, Mm. you know. Um, I think it's, I don't know. I think you're right. It's just, it's stigma, stereotype, and it's expectations. Mm. Another big one, because industries have been spawned about this in the same way that most of the beauty industry is based on myth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's accepted. Yeah. Is that you can make your cock Bigger, longer. Using a pump. Yeah, or through, or through pills or exercises or these porn star secrets. You, you were can't. born with it? That's it. That's it, baby. Without surgery, that's it. Yeah. Interesting thing, though, is that when men do pelvic floor muscle exercises, what happens over time is that you do have stronger erections. And as you get older, you're able to maintain erections for longer. And it really helps with blood flow, which is really, really important. I'm doing so my more Kegels about, right now. So Can it's you more tell? About but now, I'll tell you something very interesting <laughs> about Kegels. Tell us. That when there's tension in the yoni, which a lot of women have anyway, the Kegels actually make that worse. So what? the new theory is, is don't that, do Kegels. No, do a little bit, but you need to do squats and some of the yoga exercises which help 
open your pelvis. Squatting Kegels. I've, yeah. got, I've got a hypo. Particularly like yoga squats. Yeah. yeah, I've got like a hypo, uh, I don't know what it's called. Like I can really move my pelvis mm-hmm. like a, a pretzel. So if all else fails, a bar in Thailand. <laughs> Yes. Don't give up your day job yet. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going there in December. I'll let you know how Ping it goes. Balls. Yeah, exactly. Go. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Now, I actually went to go to a back specialist, and she was like, no, you hypermobile. That's mm. what she called it, actually. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm a bobcat. I'm a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> or human pretzel, who knows? Uh, so here's another one, which is kind of uh, the myth that poo just falls out of really gay men because their assholes are ruined and they walk around with butt plugs. Again, oh, that's not on. a myth. That's but stupidity. Absolutely. But have you heard of a rose, a rose. or a sock? No. no. So this could also be a myth, mm-hmm. uh, but I actually love speaking to uh, my gays because um, I've got my, <laughs> that's my that's best. That's I've got my Your girls. Gaze. I've got my girls and my gays, and uh-huh. they're my besties, and they teach me everything. Yeah. So. Uh, my gay bestie Roberto tells me about something called a rose, mm-hmm. where he says too much sex is when like the inner bits of the bum start coming out. That's called a prolapse. Just kidding. Or um, obviously a rose is um, mm-hmm. colloquial. A rose by any other name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the rose amongst the thorns. Um, and a sock is apparently when that intestine or the whole mm. something comes out. And I mean, I don't know. Apparently there's videos on YouTube and mm. you can see it. But mm. that sounds... Horrific. I mean, if I told you my story in Amsterdam, I went to the sex shop and I said, oh, that's so funny. Look over there. There's a stool that's shaped like a dick because you could sit on it. Mm. You could rest your like drink on it because that's how bloody big the thing was. Oh wow! And I said to them, oh, this is so funny. Like, do people buy this furniture? And he's like, it's not furniture. And on the box... It's written, a weapon of ass destruction. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds, but that doesn't even sound enjoyable. No, but you go into some of the, the fetish shops and you'll see the most amazing toys and dildos, like fist shaped. Yes, like fist. Uh, there was one that yeah. was like a, a, a shape like this. Yeah. So like your fingers together on this side and it went around yeah. into a fist. And I was like, how can that go? Like, where does that go? In two no. bums? Or what does that do? i tell you a funny story. A bum and a johnny? What is that? Was, there was a show on TV a while ago. I don't remember what it was called. The premise of the show was the one partner would set up a surprise for the other partner. Mm-mm. So they phoned me and they say, will I come and teach this couple a sensual massage lesson? It was like their fantasy. So she wanted to set this up for him. So cool. Off we go. And we create this whole scene of creating a sensual space and they film it and we do the whole introduction and then they got to go the crew has to go and find him at work because <laughs> that's the whole thing they got to go and surprise him at work and they bring him back to the house and they couldn't find him oh shit so he was supposed oh, to be gosh. at a meeting and he wasn't at the meeting and he was at the other branch and he was at the other branch and nobody could find this guy so I'm alone with her waiting for this whole thing to happen and she starts telling me about how she cannot get anything big enough inside of her and start showing me their collection of dildos. And I'm Ooh. telling you, we're talking almost like traffic cones. You know? What? Oh, my god! And I'm gosh. sitting there waiting for him to come back thinking, 
I really want to get this over with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, I don't know. Like, are people really into that? Absolutely. That's so great. Is it because she can't, um, she possibly needs more of a sensation? Like, Sometimes is it because it's more of a, of kind of an emotional f- filling. Okay. So it's not necessarily that she's loose. No. No, not at all. Because remember that loose. the tissues of the yoni stretch, they expand and they contract. Yeah. So remember that, that they come back to a pretty normal kind of size. Well, except after childbirth, they say, you've no. got to get it re No, that's absolute nonsense. That is so dangerous. It's one of the biggest myths. Really? Birth does not destroy yonis. If you do perineal massage and you do kegels and you do squats, you actually end up with better conditioned muscles mm. than before. And that okay. is absolute myth. It's horrendous. Because yeah. women have come to see me after those experiences where they have lost all sexual sensation. Really? So that, that is, is real serious yeah. myth stuff. Okay, fine. Yeah, we are Absolutely. we are busting them big time. Yes. <laughs> so, so moms who have just had their baby, no reconstructive no. And that's anything. why when you learn about natural birth, about water birth, and you prepare for this, it becomes mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. But so. that's the thing is that it's a muscle. And if you cut a muscle anywhere, you could cause permanent damage to it. And that's what it. happens. And that's what people don't and understand. So now you're going to go and you're going to go cut there. Cause damage and potentially yeah, and there's never an amazing collection of that. nerves. Doctors do that during childbirth; yeah, yeah. they cut it. Yeah, an episiotomy. Yes, and more times than not, it is absolutely. And I'm making a very generalized blanket statement, and I am not a medical practitioner. Yes, more t- a lot of times it is totally unnecessary. Really, and it's for convenience. Because mm. of the way giving birth lying on your back is one of the worst ways that you can give birth. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. Yes. We're definitely going to come back to this because there are so many more myths. Dirty yes. dictionary so, word. Dirty dictionary word. Yeastiality is, you guys, you were right at the end. It's a fetish for bread. Oh, it often involves having sex with warm dough. <laughs> well, do you know what the Woo-hoo. truth is? Is anything that sounds like bestiality mm-hmm. sounds like it should be really gross. Yeah, and that's pretty <laughs> so, much kind of I mean, what it is. The truth is, is my obsession with carbohydrates, that is absolutely understandable. Mm. For me, making love to a so amazing fresh white piece of challah with loads of butter <laughs> on it on a Friday night and eating the whole thing is... The most delicious experience of my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No. When's the next show? Um, so we are performing, Jittery Citizens are performing on the 31st of March at, um, Joburg Theatre with a huge celebrity guest. Huge, huge, huge. Um, huge because he's big or just huge because he's well known? Huge because he's big and he's well known. Um, so we would love everybody to be there. So please get in touch with us on our Facebook page at Jittery Citizens. And if you hashtag, uh, sex talk show, you can win yourself some tickets. Why not? Fantastic. Yeah. Booking for Waves of Pleasure in Mozambique. Um, tantric retreat that I'm doing with dolphin swimming at the most awesome resort is open. And there's some great and easy payment packages to make this possible. Cool. Because it really is awesome. So visit www.eroslife.co.za for that. Um, I'm bringing Master Kini. We are getting quite <laughs> close to the workshops in Cape Town. I'm doing two workshops. On Sunday the 27th is Sensuality for 
Healing, Growth, Meditation and Connection, which is really awesome, a whole day. And on Monday the 28th, The Art of Sex, how to really up your sexual skills and become an amazing lover. And where are those going to happen in Cape Town? going to happen at... Uh, uh, that's a good question. Clifton Beach? No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a yoga studio in Woodstock. And awesome. And you'll totally post all of that on your on the website. website. On, on the website. Fantastic. Yes. This has been lots of fun, girls. Thank it you. It has. It's been Absolutely. very informative. Thank Absolutely. you for busting And we some have <laughs> scratched the surface. So I think this is a really cool thing that we can kind of come mm-hmm. back to again and again and again, which is fantastic. Yay. Next up is Kasper and the team. Who is looking very, very summery. Yeah, look at him in his bright yellow and orange attire. And even though it is Easter Friday next week, we will be back in bunny suits with lots of chocolate <laughs> and who knows what the heck we'll the be Jews. doing. The Jews. The Jews will be back with the chocolate <laughs> the Jews and the bunny. Will be, yeah. But we will <laughs> exactly. be having lots of fun and we wish you all so much pleasure. This is CliffCentral.com.